As we're yeah. rattling these things off, the shit will be like, ah, <laughs> I need therapy. I mean, I mean you, you probably do need therapy. therapy. Everyone needs therapy. It's not yeah. just, I'm not saying you don't, but you probably do. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I was like, starting? oh, I don't know what I say next. I don't know what comes next. <laughs> I know it's a greeting, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam. And I'm Lewis. <laughs> We're starting off very well this morning. Yeah, hi. Lots of technical difficulties. Yeah, the technical difficulty was I turned down my uh, computer volume. That was a technical difficulty, by the way. And I didn't have to. Oh. Un- I didn't need to do all of that. I just, I think I hit the mute button on accident. And then I just yeah. didn't turn it back on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you lost your headphones. Yeah, I don't know. They're in my home because we're obviously all quarantined now. Thank you, coronavirus. Um, I'm <laughs> home for at least the next 14 days. This is going to be interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have cabin fever. I texted my boss. He's still not texting me back. It's driving me crazy. But I'm like, I know that that company's quote unquote open, but... Our building's closed, right? I don't want to go back there. I'm not going in. Work from home. So, anyways. I mean, I have to go in tomorrow. Yeah. We have to go in for, like, two and a half hours to let the parents, like, pick up their stuff and then, quote, unquote, comfort the parents in this time and tell them this is the right decision. I was like, do you <laughs> just want all... people to yell at me? Is that what you want? Yeah, they're they're just panicking because they actually have to watch their children now. I know. And I'm like, well, it's going to be okay. They're, they're going to be okay. No, I will not, probably not babysit. I will not leave my home. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> like, like, even though I don't want to give into like the panic and stuff, like, I'm just like, fine, I'll stay inside. I don't want to get sick. And then what if I get it? Then I'm going to give it to somebody else. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, it's just not so, like I, so I got an order from DSW. I bought new, um, Adidas, Adidas is they're really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still had the sensor on it, like this. It's a little like sensor oh, box, course. and I was like, "God damn it!" So I'm like, I I talked myself out of going to DSW today to get it removed. I was like, "You're not mm-hmm. gonna need them. You're gonna be inside. It's okay." And then, but I'm also like, I, so I don't know if there's ink inside because I don't because it's a little flashing box. So I was like, I could just take a hammer and just smash it, so like all the electricity's done, and I can just cut the wire. Yeah. But I'm also like, what if there's ink inside? I was gonna say you should Google. DSW. I, yeah. Um, how how to steal from DSW is what. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I mean, get attacked. There's a lot of tutorials online about how to remove the sensors, yeah. and it always cracks me up the comments because people are are like, "You obviously stole these." It's, no, actually, I just don't want to go all the way back to the fucking. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the the closest DSW is either five or six miles away, so right. I either have to like take a train, which I don't, which I already don't want to do tomorrow to uh to the dsw or i take my car and drive out to the burbs and i'm like i don't want to do either of those things i just want to wear my shoes hard life man i know so i'm at the point where i'm like do i just put the shoe in a bag to cover it and then somehow cover the wire with paper just in case the ink's in the wire and then just smash it with a hammer and then just peel it off like where like how desperate am i at this point i don't know by like day seven how we'll be in quarantine so we'll see maybe i'll need a side project to do i don't know i was about to ask what are you gonna do for 14 days <laughs> well you, you know, know how to edit the podcast no i i mean i could <laughs> but i also like can't i just can't physically like my computer will literally explode and i know the last of the mohicans here um i'm probably going to record the like haul video i have been promising to record for 
four months now. Um, so I have four months of things to like talk about, which surprisingly, I don't have a lot of things because I did really good at saving. So I was like, well, this whole video will be a concise thing. Um, I might stream more. Like the day that we're recording, it's Sunday. I might do a little bonus stream today just for funsies. Do it. That's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, learn, learn a side hustle. Do this. No one has money to support you <laughs> at this time. Like, if you're a streamer, it's this time. Money. If you're, I mean, at any time, but like, especially right now, like, I know for my, for like, we don't know if we're getting paid. Um, oh, shit. The upcoming, yeah, they haven't said anything yet officially. I know, like, the, C, like, the CPS public schools, they said that they're going to pay them for two weeks, but like, if it extends, they probably can't pay all of us. Like, right. So we don't know if we're getting paid. I know there's a paycheck coming in next Friday, hopefully. Next Friday's also Animal Crossing, so, like, I'll have a full week of just, like, you know, not doing anything. It'll be nice. Um, <laughs> I can just, I can busy myself with that, making my own vir- virtual world free of, free of viruses. It'll be great. <laughs> if you guys have a Switch code, hit me up. We can all visit each other. I can have up to seven friends. Hurry, spot, spots are limited. Only up to seven. I guess that could just become wild real quick. Yeah. This should imitate real life and just throw some sort of virus in there. Well, I was hoping they were going to, like, rush release it since we're all quarantined in. I was like, this is the perfect time to just put it out there. Just please, just put it out there. Give it to me. Um, let's see. Nothing really new with me. I'm a lot of fun <laughs> cool. right now. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the, the world's really just kind of... <laughs> the only thing exciting going on is coronavirus. I really the- thought about, like making a tiktok and doing like a corona like like a corona diaries like oh my god like contagion excited uh diaries every day of just me like boiling noodles here i am playing a game and then just making it like being like a funny punchline at the end and then just being done with it you should that'd be fun that'd be that's funny. my that's my idea if anybody wants to join me we can start a whole we'll start a series of movement if you will tiktok movement tiktok movement I mean, Rihanna made, like, a whole, like, content house for TikTok, which I was, like, dope. Good for her. Interesting. Yeah. Is it, like, uh... I think it's kind of, like, publicity? you know how, like, YouTube made that, like, that, like, creator's content, like, house slash no. department thing? Mm-mm. Well, they did. They made, like, a big, like, space where people can, like, they call in content creators and they can work on stuff and new projects oh. or whatever. So that's cool. So I think, I don't know if it's the same thing, but I think Rihanna kind of did that maybe for TikTok, like, together. Interesting. I think it's in like I think it's in like joint with Fenty Beauty, so that's nice. fun. Yeah, I saw a little video of her just like talking about it. I was like, good for her. Always the entrepreneur. There she is. Well, in other news, we we're gonna take a a small break for a couple a couple weeks. <laughs> Don't cry, we'll be back, I promise. <laughs> if one of us doesn't die. <laughs> mm, true. If I don't go, if I don't go insane in my own home for 14 days, like I like as much as I like being a shut in. 14 days is a long time, and I kind of count on the fact that, like, I go to work for most of my day, so mm-hmm. then, like, when I get home, I want to stay home, but, like, now I have all this free time, and I'm like, I want to go grocery shopping. I want go to go for a walk outside, which I know I can do, but, like, I'm still like, you know, don't leave the house if you don't have to. Um, right. I would like to see my friends. Can't do that. And, like, they're all pregnant now, so, I, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to, like, be near them. And, <laughs> be like, that guy. Just, yeah. <laughs> So I was, I mean, like, everyone's out and about. Like, I think something, something happened, like, the winter party, some sort of, in gay news, like, the winter, it's like a circuit party. Mm-hmm. And, like, a, a lot of people got, um, 
tested positive for coronavirus at that party. And like, and that was a big criticism as they should have canceled the party, but they yeah. did. And a lot of people still went. Wow. Well, I mean, that was yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I know we're like veering off our, uh, we're, we're uh, closing. Oh time. my God. Everybody, a lot of people went out yesterday and I was like, and I saw them in my stories and I was like, okay, do you really think that you're immune to anything? That's cute. I, I didn't even realize it was St. fucking St. Patrick's Day. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it got canceled, but like, yeah. I mean, in like, because, like our big, it was like, our, I mean, in he, here it's like, there's a big parade and like, it's a huge thing and everyone's out and about. And like, I was listening to something and they were like talking to a bouncer on their way to work or something. And they were like, uh, there's how many people are in there? And he's like, well, 500, but that's down from like the usual 1500 that are usually in here. Wow. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's still a lot of people out, but it's not as much, but if y'all think you're immune, like. I don't want to hear anybody crying about it when they're like, I got this for I got positive. Well, yeah, you decided to wear your little green t-shirt and go stand <laughs> touching everybody. So, no, don't talk to me. Jesus. You did this to yourself. My favorite meme has been the Jumanji one. It's like, uh-huh. whoever started this game at the beginning of 2020, <laughs> please hurry up and finish it. <laughs> I still like, I, I still like the, uh, the, the, the quarantines for everyone that's that is, a baby. I like that, that one. That is really good. Fun. I haven't, I hadn't seen that one. That's funny. Oh, it's so good. I like that one. And I think that's really it. I, you know what? Okay. So I, I will rant on this though. I, so we're, yeah, yeah, we're leaving, but this is so fun to talk about. Kristen Chenoa. She like mm-hmm. apparently has a TikTok and she was like, her like three posts are her like being weird. She like stops, she like does something and then does this really like shrill, she sings basically. She just sings a note and <laughs> then she, and then she like walks away. So she was like, she was taking Clorox wipes and like she did like a quote unquote Corona one and was like cleaning. And so she like wiped something down and then do her little note thing. She did it three times. Like part of me wants to laugh, but the other part of me is like, there are people that don't have Clorox wipes, and you definitely don't need to do it in your sanitized kitchen that's probably cleaned by a lot of people every day. So, like, you are, A, wasting resources, and B, just, like, being like, haha, I have this when other people don't, you know? Maybe it's just what I'm going to say. And if, you pe- and, if you pe- and if you people are, like, hoarding toilet paper and things, you're idiots, by the way. Yeah. I hate you all, and, like, you're stupid. And I'm really glad that those people that were, like, trying to price gouge on Amazon and eBay got, like, fucking shut down. Because now you have, like, 17,000 fucking hand sanitizers. Yeah. Nothing to do with them. That was ridiculous. I was like, y'all are stupid. But I will say this. Like, I went grocery shopping yesterday, and, like, it wasn't as bad as, like, it looks. Like, I think people are, like, showing Trader Joe's and, like, Aldi and stuff. But I'm also, like, they also have their own specific brand of things. Like, that's their stuff. They don't carry, yeah. like, other things. So I was like, okay. Like, I went to the Jewel, so I was like, I'm fine. And, like, I got everything I needed. There obviously wasn't toilet paper, because, again, people think toilet paper is going to protect them from coronavirus. That was I the other tweet I liked. They were, like, they were like, so am I missing something? Like, do you just automatically just fucking shit yourself when you have coronavirus? <laughs> Nonstop for two weeks. Like, like, is it just, like, explosive, like, diarrhea the entire time? I don't understand. Oh, my God. Well, I fortunately already stock up on toilet paper all at once. When I buy it, I buy a giant box from Amazon and just put it in my closet and it lasts me for, I don't know, a decade. So I already have a bunch in my closet. Don't say that out loud. People are going to come fucking find you and it's going to turn to the fucking Walking Dead. I was going to try to murder you in your own home over toilet paper. <laughs> I'll just put a note on my door. I have coronavirus. Do <laughs> not enter. Dead inside. <laughs> Dead inside. Do not. Oh, God. <laughs> 
god, just emotionally dead already. It's fine. It's um, fine. But yeah, we're sorry for that little tangent. We are leaving for a little bit, but we'll be back. Moving on, we're probably going to do seasons. I feel like that just seems like a smart idea. I'm just making an executive decision on air right now. Um, just to keep his sanity for editing and like <laughs> mine for not doing anything and having to feel bad that he's editing. <laughs> it's more about well, me than anything. I just don't want to feel bad. I'm tired to feel like a bad person. <laughs> we've, we've talked about doing it and then we always just start again and never actually figure out how we're going to do it. So luckily today he's like, what if we just end it today? I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just, we're going to take a, a couple of weeks and pull some content it. together. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice way of saying it. Uh, do, do, doing our job. Uh, yeah. We're going to be doing. <laughs> doing our job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sorry it's ending with like codependency in the middle of... <laughs> oh my god, I didn't think about that. But here we that's are. Hilarious. <laughs> well, while everyone's quarantined and <laughs> feel free to send in topics to us. Oh my god. All right. Codependency. Yay. This call out. I love it. <laughs> I forgot you were talking about how this is just like calling you out. Well, yeah. As I actually, actually read places. the notes, I was like, oh, God. Only in a couple places. <laughs> yeah, near the end. It's like the last four, just right in a row. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's cute. Well, we're we're just doing more of a, an overview of codependency. As I was doing some of the research on this, I was like, oh, this is a lot more in-depth and potentially emotional than I really thought through. So we're not going to mm. deep dive or get too, <laughs> get too heavy. <laughs> so what exactly is codependency? So it's the seeking or needing validation often due to the inability to have healthy relationships and um, needing something or someone external to validate us. So inability to have healthy relationships, that can be romantic relationship, friendships, family relationships, and then, you know, needing something or someone that also the, the something that could be drugs, alcohol, um, work, careers. You could just throw, you know, become a workaholic. Oh, okay. That way. I guess we're just starting it off. Great. We're starting out strong. Okay, great. <laughs> check, check a box, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Check a box every time. <laughs> Anyone ever been personally victimized by this podcast? <laughs> God. Well, I was sitting here. They're like, we need to be validated. I was like, I. We literally like put on shows on the internet. Like, yes, I will dance for you. Literally, literally, I will dance for you. <laughs> Last episode, Twitch. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna pretend. Oh, well. We're going to pretend. Oh, what are we going to do? Is this a stroke? Are you broken? I might be. We're going to predominantly be talking about uh, codependence, but a lot of times paired with a codependent are enablers. Mm. And I think often enablers do tend to realize what they're contributing to the situation, but not always. No. In a relationship, um, an enabler is there, you know, it's someone that enables another person to maintain their irresponsible, addictive, or underachieving behavior. I'm a because pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher, Katie. <laughs> I don't, I don't think enablers are, are, are pushers, though. I think that that I, would uh, imply that they're helping you better yourself. I mean, you could push somebody to do bad things. Uh, that's fair. I guess if you're pushing drugs. Or this podcast, like, or- hello. <laughs> Or this podcast. I'm pushing hey. you to listen to this. And I'm being I, pushed to be on here. I support that. <laughs> but it's a, a lot of codependents are replacing a, high, a higher power with a relationship and mm-hmm. putting that that other person 
completely first. And uh, codependents are often the partners of alcoholics, individuals raised in a dysfunctional or abusive family, or those that have had an ill parent. Mm. And so all of these factors can lead to gaps in emotional development, neglecting one's own needs for others, self-worth forming around being needed by another person and receiving nothing in return. (gasps) And this often results in seeking out potentially abusive and codependent relationships later in life. (laughs) Whammy, bammy, all three. Here we go. For someone being misindependent, we're pretty codependent. (sighs) So codependents are often in relationships with enablers who enjoy being needed and having every one of their own needs met at the expense of the codependent. So that's when I was saying that most enablers do realize what they're contributing to the relationship because they do they do like the attention they're getting and they like being put first and having all of their needs met and you know there are ones that are definitely using that but then there's ones that may not really realize what is going on in the relationship or how detrimental it might be to the other person but you know they they do enjoy being put first and maybe always being given gifts or everything that they want to do always being on the table or if they say no to something that not being an argument or a fight. So I think it could be easy to overlook that that might be happening. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, but I was, I was trying to think about this. I've made jokes in the past where I was like, I think I might be codependent, but in reality, I don't think I am. Mm -hmm. I think that there's been more likely more times where I have been an enabler than ever being a codependent Mm. because I've definitely been in relationships with people who however long into being with a person I was like did you have were there friends in your life before we met do you have family (laughs) see that's why I have a hard time with this I think I cycle through like, I think I cycle through stages with codependency Mm -hmm. like I don't think it's fully I don't think it fully stays because I do have friends it's just if they're busy like I have nothing else to do, but I'm also, but I'm also very fine with being alone. Right. <laughs> so I don't like, I don't know. Like, obviously this, this could just be like the like WebMD effect where I'm just like, exactly. I hear things and I'm like, oh, I'm a codependent. But like, honestly, I think I'm too I really don't think independent. That you are. I don't think so either. Cause I, yeah. I, I think my favorite quote is hard, hard to love, hard, harder to kill. So, Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like if I don't have those things in my life, I'm like, okay, but it also will not like destroy me and like it doesn't yeah. define me and i don't care totally maybe it's I mean, depression that- who knows <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to laugh at your trauma kids <laughs> and, and that's the thing like it's 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 funny as you're like every you know checking these boxes off and you're like yeah oh and you're, you're laughing at this i mean it's yeah. you can have some of these things have happened in your life or whatever but <laughs> It doesn't mean that. Or all of them. Or all of them. <laughs> I have checked every box, sir. I have literally hit every box so far, sir. So, <laughs> But you're right. I mean, you, you, from what I have witnessed, you don't seem to, I mean, you and I both, I think, love and appreciate affirmation oh, and validation, God but yes. you're also not going to shrivel up and die without it. And you're not going to fall into some alcohol or narcotic abuse if you're alone and yeah i mean i'll, I'll do that either way <laughs> i'm with someone or not <laughs> so, god uh but yeah you're completely right yeah i do think it's like a very web web md effect where i'm just like oh, i sure. have all the things 
So that's a good PSA. Like as we're yeah. rattling these things off, that you'll be like, ah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I need therapy. I mean, I mean you, you probably do need therapy. therapy. Everyone needs therapy. It's not yeah. just, I'm not saying you don't, but you probably do. Strongly recommend you have therapy for sure. But yeah, seriously. Maybe not necessarily for this. You can bring this up. Bring yeah, everything you be, up. You could be like, it's just going to just be an effect of it. You never know. Yeah, the dog you ran over, that flock of birds I hit that one time. <laughs> that person I stabbed. Did I ever talk about that? The friend the of casual mine. Casual murder that, you did? No, you haven't. <laughs> Okay, we don't talk about that on a public forum. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You guys want to talk about tax fraud? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> Already filed and got mine back, so. God, I saw the like taxes. Try me next year. <laughs> uh, my friend that has started going to therapy, and we were talking, and mm-hmm. it was every, it was like everything that was brought up. They were like, that's trauma. And I was like, that's not trauma. And they were like, "That, yeah, that's trauma. And I was like, well... Like this happened to me, trauma. I was like, no, that's not trauma. That's just a thing that happened in my life. I'm, that's just I Tuesday. Like, <laughs> that's, that was just a Tuesday. <laughs> just, I listed all of these things. And they were like, that is all trauma. <laughs> when, like, your, when your ex grabbed your steering wheel and ran you off the road and hit a tree, that was trauma. Yeah, that's trauma. <laughs> you hit your windshield with a bottle of vodka and then you punched him in the nose and that was trauma. <laughs> you slam cabinets all the time. It's trauma. <laughs> So what we're saying is, go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy, and you're, but you're probably not codependent. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's trauma. <laughs> Seriously, Jesus. Well, that got derailed pretty hard, but mm-hmm. here we go. What are some ways that uh, codependency can manifest itself? Mm. So if I can open the we've notes, got, uh, we can find out. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so we've got low self-esteem. Check. <laughs> I think that's pretty... I think that's probably self-explanatory and pretty obvious. I mean, if you're relying on external factors to feel validated, I think that's a pretty strong sign <laughs> of uh, low self-esteem. I will but say, then, though, one of my exes told me, he was like, you've come a long way from when I first met you. So maybe I just worked through my codependency on accident. But no. he was like, you've literally changed like a full 360 from when I've known you. So the person that you people know right now wasn't real about three years ago it's a figment yeah can you can you imagine like a tamer calmer me that isn't yelling and isn't screaming like that person was no. like held inside because under all that low self-esteem and then like I, <laughs> and then all of a sudden i felt better about myself and now here we are true true here to form are. here we are really real and i mean that's definitely ma- maturing in general i don't think i've matured at all that was literally maturity what you just said I think that was growth. <laughs> the same fucking thing. That was growth. I'm not that mature. I'm not mature at all. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. It's similar with like work as well. Um, Cause I, I, I think the same thing when I was first starting out in my career, I, I, I was going to my, my directors probably frequently. I was like, what about this? Do you like this? Do you, here's 50 logo ideas. Do you like wow, any of them? That's a like, lot. It's like, that's excessive. Correct. <laughs> You're a bit much. Now I don't do anything. <laughs> My boss is like, well, how are you on that project? I'm like, oh, it's already approved and implemented. He's like, oh, <laughs> I, I would like to have seen that. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> You're like, well, too bad. I already did it. My, my self-esteem through the roof. <laughs> I don't need your affirmation. <laughs> I am my own affirmation. But then there's also the people pleasing mode, which mm-hmm. I do think surface level, you and I would both say 
we're not really people pleasers. But then if you break it down, I, very much I think am. there's very there's yeah in there. There is some I don't like to let people down. I mean, I'll, I'm definitely up for saying no to things. Yeah, but I don't like to let people down, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I'm just like I want everyone's voices to be heard. And I think I'm now only becoming the person that is the person in charge. So I'm like, I have to like make the decisions and the choices finally. And like my coworker, she's very big on like, she's like, no, you need to decide. I'm like, ah, that makes me anxious. Cause like, I want to have all the cards on the table before I make a choice. And sometimes all the cards aren't there or they're hidden. So it makes me anxious. But even like trying to stream and stuff, like I'm always like, what do you guys want me to play? Everyone's like, just play something, please. I'm like, okay. And that's why like I start so many games, I don't finish them because I'm like, do you like this? Do you not like this? Like, am I liking this? It's a whole big thing. Yeah. It's a whole big circus act. And again, the outside validation, if it's not there, then I'm not pleasing the people, which makes me sad. But for someone that is like a true codependent, the people pleasing part of it would be incapacitating. Yeah. I can still move. Yeah. You're still pushing through and you're like, all right, I, I guess I'll just pick this game if you guys aren't going to tell me a game but for no someone, one's gonna help would, me i guess i'll just do it my fucking self <laughs> as per myself. usual god <laughs> but yeah for for some people that's just a it's just a it's a block like they they just have to please everyone and that yeah if you can't it just destroys you yeah it just like continues to 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 tear you down mm-hmm. which i guess tie, i mean all of these tie together but the next one poor boundaries just having these weak or blurred boundaries between your relationships and that's real I, I can't, I can't remember when I was like writing this down, the exact phrasing that I had in my head for this for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think I'm getting to an even place with it again. Okay. But for a very long time, I had way too rigid of boundaries mm. to where I wasn't letting anyone in. This and was it, was cause very... mine are too loose. <laughs> Who's surprised here? Mine are very loose. Yeah, mine were like way too rigid. Yeah, and I wouldn't let people in. Kept everyone in the dis- at a distance, and uh, was very much happy to say no to anyone and everything. Mm. And then some shit went down. Some of my barriers got broken down, and I think I got a little too <laughs> too loose. Like you just said with some people, and I was like, "Here's all of my worries and concerns, and I'm just crying all the time." And help me, <laughs> be around me. Support me, touch me, hold me, tell me I'm pretty. But like we went to um, <clears throat> went to a professional development. That's what we did this week. We went to professional development, mm. and it was about like diversity, inclusion, all this stuff. But like, aside from all that, there was this point where we had to like make an identity web, and they're super big on oh my god, like put down what makes you you, like all your labels, and I'm like oh my god, all the things I hate, perfect. And they were like, well, how did this exercise make you feel whatever? So, of course, I, like, raised my hand. And I'm like, you know what? Like, vulnerability, like, really can start, like, a beautiful conversation. It's, like, super scary. But, like, it's needed to, like, really understand your biases and everyone else's. And they're like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. I'm like, oh, my God, I know. Because I've done this class how many times already? <laughs> but, like, I mean, obviously, like, my dad dying and, like, all this stuff really shook every fiber of my being, every barrier that I've ever had, like, completely just fell. Just completely fell down. And so, like, I obviously wasn't, like, if I was dating, I don't I don't think I've been, like, dating per se, but, like, I've been, 
loosey-goosing and around, but, like, I don't establish, like, extreme boundaries, and that kind of leads me into trouble, because yeah, what you're seeing right now is very much a very clear version of me. So, like, if you've met me in the past, mm, I don't know, eight months, like, even if you knew me before, you see that there's a very different, like, change where, like, I am, like, a little more scared and timid now because, like, everything, like, I can't build up my barriers and my boundaries up fast enough. And so, mm-hmm. like, everyone and everything is getting in and it's, like, a little scary So because there's no more trenches to, like, hold them back. So, like, it's, I feel, I think I feel a lot more and it's, like, very scary and, like, I don't know how to stop it. So, like, it leads me into little little troubles where I do become codependent, I guess, where I'm, like okay, well, if you can't beat them, join them. And so, like, I'm obviously, like, I don't know, probably being a little toxic where I'm, like, towards myself. I don't know. How, it's, it's really hard to explain. I'm just, I think I'm just very scared of, like, I'm going to get, I'm going to hurt myself. Not, like, physically, but, like, emotionally yeah. I'm going to get hurt because there's no, like, there's no stopping, there's no guardrail right now. It's, like, very slowly coming up, but, like, I can't build it fast enough as the waves of everything from, like, dating to jobs to to figuring out friends to, like, figuring out new life events, like, all coming at me at one time. And I'm like, ah, it's not tall enough. I don't have enough sandbags to to, to hold up the monsoon. (laughs) Like, that's that's where I'm at in life. So that's why I, like, I think that's why I had such a big moment about codependency where I'm like, am I like this? But I'm not. I just don't have the usual, like icy bitch status that I usually am in my tall iced Elsa Tower Queen thing, castle. That wasn't words. Gotcha. I tried to put five words together and it all didn't work. But, ah, you, worked, you worked through it. I got through it. You just got a bunch of words. You, you know what I mean. Then we've got reactivity. <laughs> so how, how you react <laughs> to um, what someone says. So whether you... Screaming. Just believe what they say. Yeah, say someone says something about you. Like, you... You get irrationally angry over whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, damn it, you're right. They just like kind of believe yeah. whatever they're being told or something. Or there's the opposite, which ties into dysfunctional communication, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, multiple <sighs> episodes, just becoming defensive. And so someone tries to talk to you and say, hey, I think you you might overreact a little bit sometimes when we get on this topic. Excuse me. Can we talk through that? And yeah, and then you just like go off and you're like, I can't fucking believe whatever, blah, 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 blah. As you have a physical manifestation of that sitting right here. Who <laughs> <laughs> literally is like, was like literally don't give me any constructive criticism because I can't handle it. Overreaction incarnate. Yeah, literally here she is. I don't think they like me. I'm so sad. Let me let me literally ice them out of my life. Excuse me. Like, oh, Jesus man. Christ. <laughs> I definitely become overly defensive and overreact over certain things that people say to me. And it's usually silly things. Like, mm-hmm. I get really annoyed <laughs> what really when someone tries to come at me with the whole Gemini bullshit Ooh, he a Gemini. and try and tell me about myself and mm-hmm. my personalities or they find out that I'm a Gemini. They're like, mm, mm-hmm, that makes sense. I'm going to send you, you Gemini memes every day now. Multiple. I get them a lot. Tabitha loves to send them to me. Oh, and it's so usually good. like, there's like half of them are so attacking. I don't feel personally attacked. They just are attacking Gemini's. I'm like, this is just straight up rude. <laughs> Whoever's writing these hates Gemini's. Like, I think you know that. But whatever, weird. I have fun. <laughs> whatever, I'm fun. I'm fun. <laughs> I'm a fun girl. God. I don't know. I don't, know. don't piss me off. 
But <laughs> literally, don't um, piss me off. I will literally ice you into the ground. Do you guys? Do you want to hear my dream that I had? Sure. Okay. It was a little dark, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so like I was thinking about it yesterday. Um, I was so for some. I think I listened to Billie Eilish like a lot that night beforehand mm. and um so the song um what was it i think it was barry a friend was playing and so it starts off with me like walking like it's dark it's like pitch black but it's cold like there's ice like i'm walking on ice but i'm not falling like i don't know how which that's how you know it's a dream i didn't fall but um all of a sudden it's dark but then like the the ice starts glowing and so then all of a sudden it gets really bright and literally every person that has ever done me a wrong in the past, like, I don't know, 10 years is, like, standing in this ice field Ooh. and I'm, like, walking through them and, like, it's there's no, there's no sound but people are, like, looking at me and, like, scared because all of a sudden, the the more I walk they start sinking in, in, into the ice. Ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. And so, like, so sometimes I'm like, ha 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 ha, bye. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But then it gets to the final person, and it's a little sad, because, like, they go under, and they're, like, hand, like, hit is, like, right under the ice, and they, they say, why? And then I am, like, I don't remember what I you said. You know why. Well, no, I was something. I was like, I was like, I have to protect us or something. And then like, I start crying and whatever. And then I have my hand like on the on their hand on the ice. And then, I don't know why I'm laughing. At this is that's how you know I'm a sociopath. And then uh, and then like, I think Katie like grabs me from behind. And she's like, we gotta go, and we like leave. <laughs> And then the song, and then but that, but then the song turns to "I Love You" by Billie Eilish, which is like one of my favorites. And it was a really sad moment, but like I don't know, that just reminded me of it. Huh. Mm-hmm. But then, but then of course, Katie looks up the meaning of the dreams, and apparently, all of that could mean I'm like being honest with my feelings, and like that probably that last person is going to come like crashing through, and I'm just like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate that was this the, so much. That was the actual end of the dream. You just saw yourself walking away and it going dark, but then but the hand shatters after. through the ice. And yeah, and then they're like, like you're gonna have to confront your they emotions. They have all merged into one like <laughs> super being mass complication. Harder to love, harder to kill, and then it turns into a full battle. <laughs> Some this, is best, this, is the, this is the best video game I've ever seen. <laughs> Hey, maybe that's what the dream was for. You're supposed to go and start. Thank you. Like this video game. Well, that's, well that's what it was like. That's what apparently it meant. Like the glowing. It means like it's going to like it, if someone or something is glowing here, I'm going to read it. I won't spend too I much time. I still want on to do a dream episode. I still want to do a dream episode. Yeah. And mm. I still want to do I want to do a couple like woo woo episodes because I don't. Pardon me? Get. I don't know any of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like dreams and the crystals and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. I don't know. And what's the ast- astrology zodiac? Mm-hmm. I don't know any of that. And I don't necessarily believe in a lot of it, but I'm interested in it mm. and I like to talk about it. So I would like to have someone on that's really uh, more of a what would like a knowledgeable person about those different things. Mm-hmm. And talk through it, like the star chart things. Yeah. I'd love to have someone and on that can try and tell me about myself, mm. the rising, whatever, and the sleeping Cow. Gatorade. I don't know what it's called. Well, Mercury's in retrograde right now, FYI. How is that forgot. every month? I don't know. I don't know how the moon works. Ah, here we go. To see a glow in your dream symbolizes enlightenment and understanding. New light has been shed onto a situation. You have gained a fresh perspective. If the person is glowing, though, it means that person is going to be a guidance and support. And then the ice is like uh, that your emotions are threatening to come crashing through. So, Hmm. 
or that or that I'm sl- and if there's melting ice, which they were technically melting into the ground, uh, I'm warming up to a situation. You are acknowledging your negative emotions. <laughs> oh, it's called growth, ladies. Lord. So apparently, I I have to accept um, my new feelings and guidance and support, and I'm like, I that's why I hate it because I don't. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, literally, it's like ha 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 to me, and I'm like, fuck acceptance. I was like, fuck. I was like, I have to be honest and real about things. That's dumb. No thanks. No thanks. Not not here for it. Anyways, <sighs> manifestation. Well, back to codependency. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, caretaking. Ooh, yikes. So, yeah, codependents feeling like they uh, have to be a caretaker. Um, And this especially can arise in uh, individuals that did have to have that caretaking role in their family life. But they a lot of times will gravitate towards someone that they feel like they can or should take care of. And I think that does pair a lot with um, individuals that are alcoholics or have some sort of other addiction. Uh, Anytime you, you know, find someone that you feel like you can help or fix or that needs you whether or not you are able to help them at all Mm -hmm. uh just them needing you that whole caretaking role it's a real doozy i mean we all have seen my dating past and know my (laughs) life so yeah yeah this is definitely not me (laughs) this is me scary i like to be taken care of but i'm also very independent so yeah uh, and then there's control. Ooh, hmm. Being in control, having control can help a codependent feel safe and secure. I totally get that. I think that that spans all situations and personalities. Just being in control can help anyone feel safe. I mean, if you're whether it's a situation or your life or work, whatever, just being able to be in control. I I think always will help you feel a little bit more safe and secure. I mean, there's situations where you like to let go of control just to change it up, but not as the norm. Never. I like control. <laughs> control your chaos. Power and control. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, again, I think I fluctuate between the two because there are days where I'm just like, I can't. Will somebody please just do this for me? And I think I'm getting better about it is the thing. So that's why I don't think I can be like a full codependent because I'm like, I can't have somebody like have the wheel. Like Jesus can't take my wheel. I refuse. For sure. I love to be in control of my life and and the things that are affecting it. But if and this is this has been a frustrating thing when I've gotten into relationships where someone is trying don't know if they are just the same way or if they're just trying to be um, accommodating. But I like someone else that something as simple as dinner. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is where we're going to dinner tonight. I'm like, great, perfect. What time? Exactly. I would love that. I get so fucking tired of the round and around. What do you want? I don't care. What do you want? I don't know. Are you craving anything? No. Are you? No. Well, do you want a burger? Do you want a burger? Fuck you. <laughs> I am tired from working all day. I want you to tell me when and where. I will pay. <laughs> I, will I just pay. don't want to choose. And there's Adam <sighs> opening his wallet yet again. I do do that. <laughs> Why am I in debt? Oh. <laughs> oh, because I don't want to choose. <laughs> <laughs> but we touched on this a little bit. I don't have trouble communicating. Ooh. So dysfunctional communication is a big manifestation. Having trouble communicating your thoughts, your feelings, your needs. I mean, that that's an issue no matter what the fuck part of your life we're talking about. If you can't communicate, 
Sorry. I don't check therapy. number seven for me. Yeah. I can tell you what I want, what I don't want, what I really, really want, what's not working, what I think you're doing wrong, what I think I might be doing wrong, how we can fix it. If we can fix it, I will talk to you. I love to talk. I love making it about me. I d- it's one of the things about my re- last relationship that was the strongest of any relationship I've ever had. It was a lot of talking mm-hmm. and just like, I feel this way. And I mean, I think it was great. We got a lot of things out in the open and worked through a lot of things that, especially early on, that I think most relationships have issues with. So just talk, guys. No. <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you. I know I need to be better at it. And like, obviously that's manifesting like right now in my life and I'm having such, such a hard time with it. But like, I know I'm getting the fire under my butt to like communicate better. And like, especially at work, like I've done, I've done it a lot better now Mm -hmm. because I like need to make sure my children are going to be okay. So it's been a lot of, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of like having like committing, like, commit to like saying these things and then i always think of that um what is it was it cinderella story where they were like and say what you want even if your voice is shaking or whatever like obviously like i get so emotional about shit that like i i literally almost cry every single time like if i feel so heated about something i literally will cry so like if i have something to say that i really need to get across i've been better about writing it down and like Mm. Even if I have to, like, hand it to you, I'll be like, can you just read this? Like, I I don't know if I'll be able to say it as a bl- blubbering mess, but here is this written down thing. And then mm-hmm. we can talk about it later after you, you've digested it and, and I've just said it all. Can we talk about it then? Like, I'm obviously a better writer than I am a speaker, which really doesn't pan out well for this sort of line of work that we're in. But here we are. Um, but, like, I've been better at that, I think. I hope. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to write like a dear John letter. Yeah. To, uh, oh. Yeah. To uh, mm. let someone know how you're feeling. Sometimes you just can't say it. Been there, done that. <sighs> well, let's um, hop through these last four. Hop, hop. Hop, hop. Uh, we've got obsessions. Ooh. So that's um, maybe obsessing about other people's relationships or other healthy relationships that you see, something that you want, you start to put these own unrealistic expectations on your own relationship because of mm-hmm. this ideal that you've either built up in your head that you've seen, that you've experienced, or, I mean, fucking Hollywood, that, pff, I get it. I'll give that <laughs> a half build up these, Yeah, we'll give, build these grandiose relationships in our heads and become obsessed over it. I, I give that one a half check on my end. Half so check, yeah. Seven, seven and a half. Denial. Now we're at eight. <laughs> Denial. Um, denying uh, that, you know, the type of relationship you're in or the way you, you go about it, that you have a problem, whatever. I mean, that one, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. I think I just have, like, a weird sense of reality at this point because, like, mm-hmm. things that shouldn't be normal have happened to me. So it's like, I, okay. I don't know how to process happy thoughts or things that should be normal or like go about normal things because i'm used to like having to fight for shit or like people just saying or doing just the wildest and the most as you have found out from 60 plus podcast episodes already Mm -hmm. that like it just it all seems like a book like it all just seems like it's a fucking story but it's like not fake and like there's receipts like you can see them you can talk to people they're real and i'm just Mm -hmm. like oh my god 
So, like, I think that's why I have a hard time with, like, being happy and things, because, like, and it goes with the communicating and all the rest of the stuff that's all kind of built up on each other. Like, I have such a hard time with it because I'm in a denial that, like, I can't and am allowed to be, like, happy and have a normal thing, or, like, I don't need to overcomplicate it, you know? (laughs) If you know, you know. (laughs) God, I hate when people say that. I know I've said it before, but... And then we've got problems with intimacy. <laughs> so, yes, this can be sex, but it's not just sex. Check uh, it's any, any sort of intimacy, getting yeah. close to someone, um, just breaking make it, down just make those it 10 barriers. for fun at this point. Yeah, well, just even 10. Even 10. Tie that with painful emotions, wow. and shame, and low self-esteem, tying it back to the first one. Just go bigger, go home, kids. Go bigger, go home. Codependency spiral. Tell you, yeah, my intimacy is bad. Like it's really bad. You say that, but maybe I mean I've I've never seen you in like a a full blown longer relationship. But you seem to be able to get into it when you're starting out and try to do cute little things, whatever. But you also do tend to seem a little like um, what's the word? Not cautious or weary or guard like suspect. <laughs> I told you this. I don't because I don't know what normal is. (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) Uh, Because, like, I don't know how to do that. Like, I want to be cutesy and, like, do all this shit. But, like, literally we've sat here and did all, like, I've literally fit into all of these codependency things. But the thing is, like, I'm not codependent because, I mean, I guess maybe you could see it as codependent, but, like, my best friends are, like, my life source and have always been. So it's, like, yeah. in a way I'm a codependent where I need where I just need to, like, be like, hi, can we play games or something? I'm feeling really down. Or, like, here, I'm going to talk about this. But, like, I, like, I'm not on drugs. I'm not on alcohols. I'm not, like, in, in danger. I'm not, like, at yeah. risk or anything. Because, like, I've had to learn to just be independent at the same time it's such a weird mix of all that's of the this thing that's more of a dependent mm. relationship from some of the things that i was researching and reading like that that is more of a healthy type of relationship a dependent oh, relationship where good. you're kind of dependent on each other you feed off of each other versus the codependent is one-sided me like in a healthy relationship <laughs> with your Whoa. friends yeah seriously <laughs> god can you imagine? Can you imagine that? That's why the second one hasn't happened yet. That's why. That's why we're barreling towards codependency in intimacy and love. My my co-star has yet to tell me I'm not in, in danger of of not having a good time with the sex and love. So it's like you're having a hard time. I'm like I know. I wish I wasn't. Can you can you change that for me? Thank you. We'll see. God, there's a lot on the horizon, which is terrifying. So some. Uh... Tips and tricks. Well, t- tips. These aren't not tips. These are some of the habits a codependent oh. can fall <laughs> into. Jumping into uh, jumping onto apps, the dating apps, and into relationships immediately after one ends. So it's it's just a constant lining up of relationships so that you're always feeding off of someone, never alone. Dating one right after the other. Uh, but then there's also the substance, that, like we discussed, alcohol and drug abuse. A lot of people vil- uh, fill that void with substances. Um, to try and, you know, cope with the the issues in the relationships or when they're in between a relationship. So it can be a difficult thing to navigate through because you're trying to essentially, you know, like be sober from a relationship, but then also not throw yourself into some sort of substance abuse. So you're just like fully sober from people and things. And it's like, oh, which is why one of our biggest tips is 
if you if you do feel like you truly have like a codependency problem or are affected by some of these things or could be, they have 12-step programs like Codependence Anonymous or just counseling that, again, the therapy, nothing beats therapy. Yeah, go to it. Vodka's not therapy. Is, this, is, is that your as mantra? As much as I say. <laughs> is that your mantra? It's happening. And if you, you know, if you are in a relationship or dating someone, like just slow down. Don't just always be available. And I don't mean in the game way, in the like, ooh, like don't text him back like too fast. Like Ugh. literally take a second and slow down, even just like a few seconds before responding. Like try to not always be so eager and just at their beck and call and trying to put, you know, again, like a, a higher power, like replacing anything with a relationship. It's it's a thing. I agree. That's all I got. Yeah. I was gonna say I I don't I don't like substance abuse, so I just throw myself into more work. But I do make beautiful content out of it then. <laughs> True. So maybe so maybe it's just a fire that I need. Again, I have a very I'm not tethered to this to this astral plane, so <laughs> I don't know what's what's good and what's bad. Just yeet off this mortal coil. Well apparently when I'm saddest is like I think I when I'm saddest I make the best content and like do the best work, but when I'm happy, mm. I'm glowing. So it's right. a it's a hard it's a hard middle ground to walk between like wanting to just absolutely eat myself into the ocean and like sit on the throne. So just put your ocean in the throne. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go under. Oh, okay. Let's flip that. <laughs> put the I mean, put the ocean in your throne. Ocean throne. Just just a wet chair. <laughs> Cute. Uh, I mean, if you're a, like a water bender, it could it could be a Ooh, literal like a, water like, throne, like a little orb. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. That's, that's all. all. That's all I got. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Hope that you um, uh, got something out far. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. Oh, and at, at Perfect Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and wherever you guys are listening, please follow, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate that. Yeah. And we hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.